Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about a poll. A poll that is measuring the enthusiasm within the Democratic Party for a second Biden term. And it prompts a few questions, and we're going to kind of go through those. Um, I will tell you the numbers are not wonderful for the Biden administration in this poll. The way it is being framed in the media is that it, it's it's scary. That it is it, it should be giving the Democratic Party chills. I don't know that that's accurate either. But the poll itself shows a decline with enthusiasm for a Biden second term. Back in October, 52% of Democrats were like, yay, we want Biden to run again. That number is now 37%. Now, these numbers, they swing wildly throughout the years. 37, I mean, that is, that, that's a little outside the, the normal range of the swing. Um, so they have to pay attention to it. Another thing that is worth noting is that's the, that's the big number up at the top of the poll. When you get into the demographic information, what you find out is that that swing it's, it is in large part based on people my age and younger. Um, back in October, 45% supported a second Biden term. That is now down to 23%. That's big. Um, now, the questions that, that are prompted from this is, is this fair? Is this a realistic assessment of how the Biden administration has performed. And then the next question, should the Biden administration be concerned about it? Because those actually aren't the same question. Um, and then the third thing is, if they do need to be concerned about it, what should they do? Okay, first, is it fair? I actually don't think so. Um, you know, when you are judging something like this and people are making this determination, they're basing it on their own expectations. Did this candidate, with their time in office, did they exceed, meet, or fall below my expectations? That's what determines how people vote in, in, in these polls. That's, that's, that's what determines their response. So it's only fair if they had reasonable expectations to begin with, and most people didn't. Uh, if you go back to the videos from during the campaign, uh, I, I think it's safe to say that I did not have high expectations of a Biden administration um, to the point where I continually reminded people he, he's not a savior. He's not going to fix everything. He is very status quo, bringing things back out of Trumpism and, and back to normal. This is not a guy where you're going to get a bunch of change. Like, it's all there constantly because that's who Biden is. Um, this is somebody that I repeatedly was like, yeah, he's not my guy. So, has he met or exceeded my expectations? He's far exceeded them because I set them at a realistic level. Um, I think a lot of younger people 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply wanted a lot of change that isn't going to be delivered within two years, Um, particularly with a House and Senate that don't have super majorities. Um, And that's that expectation of having a bunch of massive change quickly. That's what... uh, I think is driving the lack of enthusiasm. If you go back and you look at it the other way, what are the administration moves you disagree with? I have two. Um, But when you compare that to an average politician or an average presidency, that's not a lot. So you you might want to go back and look at it through that lens and see if you are one of those people who is looking at the Biden administration now and being like, I don't want this guy again. Go back and look and see at what he did and whether or not you agree with those moves, not whether or not he was able to deliver utopia in two years. Um, so do I think it's fair no. Okay. Does that matter? No, it doesn't. Not at all. Politics isn't fair. <laughs> um, it's all about perception. And this is the perception. It's measuring it. Uh, so should this concern the Biden administration? Absolutely. The Biden administration is, uh, is going to have to pay attention to these numbers. Biden cannot win a second term with low enthusiasm among younger voters. The Democratic Party cannot go toe-to-toe with Republicans based on the older vote. Can't happen. They won't win. They'll get swamped. So yes, these numbers should be of concern. Um, They have to get their message out, and this is part of the problem. Younger voters don't get their... uh, their news from network TV. They don't get their news from newspapers. They get their news via apps. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Not really Facebook. Um, some do. But this is where those perceptions are created. The Democratic Party doesn't have cheerleaders like the Republican Party on social media platforms. Um, you know, the conservative commentators, they're, they're, they're not exactly critical of their own team, so to speak. They will get out there and they will cheerlead an obvious mistake. The Democratic Party doesn't have that. When you look at left and liberal commentators, uh, I mean... Just in this video, you will have, you will have them say stuff like, "Yeah, your expectations of this were way too high," 
they're, they're a little bit more critical. Um, so that enthusiasm drops off. The Democratic Party as a as an organization needs to change that and change it quick. They've got to do something to mitigate that gap. Um, but that, uh, that reality doesn't negate the concern. These are concerning numbers. Um, not overall, because it is, those numbers do swing. Um, but the pretty substantial drop in the younger demographic, that, that's a concern. So what do they need to do? First, they need to do better at getting their wins out. Getting their wins out. Um, particularly those that impact younger people. They need, they need somebody that is pushing that information out. Because when you're on YouTube and you're looking at the, the more liberal or left side of things and you're looking at the, the commentators, and this is true on all of the other apps where these people get their information, um, it, it doesn't pay to be a, a, a cheerleader. The audience wants an analysis, and nothing is ever perfect. And it also, on the liberal and left side, there's a reason there are so many negative commentators. It, it draws in more of an audience, um, and they get paid well. It doesn't pay to be a Democratic cheerleader. So this problem will persist because that's where a lot of the information comes from. That's where that perception gets shaped. Uh, even though it's not fair. Um, at least I don't think it's fair. Uh, what can they do? They can mitigate that gap and they can do a better job of explaining their wins. They can also focus on policy that directly impacts this age group. The thing is, that's that's not exactly a fair critique either because they've tried or have done a lot of things that aim at this age group. They haven't accomplished everything because that's not a realistic expectation. But they have to do better with getting their 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 message out when it comes to the wins. And hopefully that would start with the State of the Union. Um, and then it would carry on from there. So, yeah, the numbers... Not overall, but the numbers, when, when uh, particularly looking at the younger demographic, that's a concern. Do I think it's fair? Not really. Can they fix it? Yeah, they just have to engage in a lot more self-promotion. They need to get somebody out there that resonates with their audiences and says, hey, we did this, we did this, we did this, and, and really get that information out there. Um they need people who are as, I don't want to say it, but who are as disingenuous in their support as conservative commentators are. They desperately need that. Um, there aren't a lot of people who, who, who are on that side of the political spectrum who are commentators on their own who want to do that. So they, they, they have to astroturf it. <laughs> um, but I think it would matter 
if they actually had people out there every day, you know, yay, yay, yay. You know, we're supposed to, this is the 15th time the Republicans have screamed, we're going to go into recession and look at these numbers over and over and over again and just hammer it home. I mean, the reality, if you look at that one, if you look at that particular issue, the doom and gloom hasn't happened. Is that Biden's responsibility? Not really. We've talked about it on the channel. Presidents don't really control the economy. Some of what he has done has helped. And you could even be honest and just focus on that part rather than just cheerleading, you know, go Biden, he, he saved the economy. You could focus on the little things he did that helped. Um, they, they have a messaging issue. And if they don't fix it, yeah, the Democratic Party is probably going to look somewhere else. There, 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 there may be a, a different candidate. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.